0: Memtes, by the Mishnah in the middle, of the Amud of Memtes Amud A father is not Chayiv to support his daughter. Zem dorsh, Azariah, this halacha, Urbelezim ben Nazaria, darshan before the Chachamim in Karim Yavne. Rashi explains this was on the day that Urbelezim ben Nazaria was appointed to be the Nasi, and also why is it called Karim Yavne? He darshaned it in Karim Yavne before the Chachamim. Rashi explains because Karim Yavne was a place. Karim literally means the vineyard in Yavne, because the base was set up with a lot of rows of seats and it looked like a vineyard because it was made of many rows so it was called Yavne. so Belazman Azari had darshined this limon this halacha that a father is not chive to support his daughter from the following and this jirasha took place in Yavne on the day that he was, that he was appointed as Nasi so he darshined it from actually a loshen that is written into the ksuba the Ksuba says like this, Habanim Yerushu, the Banim, the sons, they get the Yerusha, the habanai and the daughters, they're going to be supported by the brothers from the Yerusha, after the father dies. Okay, so that's what it says in the Ksuba. Ma Habanim says, like, says like this. So he says, Habanim Yerushu, so we have to compare them. Ma Habanim El Misas, Ha'av, just like the sons, when do they get Yerusha? They only get the Yerusha once the father dies. So, Af habanai. so too, we see the Banais, where they're getting supported, Supported. They're getting supported when the brothers get the Yerusha. So just like the brothers get the Yerusha after the fathers die, so too the, the sisters, the daughters, they only have to get supported once the father dies. So we see that the only time they have to get supported is after the father dies. They're going to be supported from his Nechassim, from part of the brothers Yerusha. So we clearly see from here implied that during the father's lifetime, he is not chayiv to support his daughters. We're going to start the Gemara by saying two diukim. First of all, the Mishnah said that he's not chayev to support his daughters. What does that sound like? He's chayv to support his sons. That he's chayv to support his sons. First of all, that's what it sounds like. That's the first diuk. Also, I'll tell you another diok. It says, that he's not hive to support his daughter. So, so it sounds like there's no chayv to support your daughters. But it sounds like there is a mitzvah. He's not to support his daughters. It sounds like there's still a mitzvah to support your daughters. So two diukim. First of all, you're not chayv to support your daughters. First dioc is sounds like you're chayv to support your sons. Second dioc it says you're not chayv to support your daughters, but it sounds like there's still a mitzvah to support your daughters. Says the Gemara, money masnisen. Who exactly is our Mishnah going according to? It can't be going like any of the following tanoim we just mentioned, as we're about to see their shitas in the brayso. It's not really going to line up. The Tanyas, we see them in the brayso, mitzvah lasan It's a mitzvah to support. The your daughters, the Kawakimir Lebanim, and it's a Kawakhaimer that it's a mitzvah to support his sons. Why the Askibatira? Because they learn tairah. Girls don't have a of Limut taira, and therefore since the sons also learn Tyra, it's a Kaabachimer. Since it's a mitzvah to support his daughters, obviously there's a mitzvah to support his sons that are chaiev to learn Tyra. Divir a that's where a holds. holds. Remudaimer mitzvah lasan es habonim the Kaabachimilabanas. Mmudh is the opposite, that it's a mitzvah to support his sons, they learn tairah the Kawakim Labanas. But it's a Kawakimer that if he's a mitzvah to support his sons, Kabukimir is a mitzvah to support his daughters. Why? Because there's a bigger zilzal if they're not gonna have money. The boys they could figure it out, they can be maqsar on lapsachim the girls, it's gonna be a way bigger zilzal. How, are, how exactly are they gonna make money? They're gonna to have to go out and do derogatory things, they're gonna to have to go out and make money in the shuk, and it's not gonna be so geshmak. It's more of a zilz, so it's a kabochimir. If there's a mitzvah to support your sons, obviously there's a mitzvah to support your daughters. A third sheet and he says, it's a chiva, it's a chyiv to support your daughters after you die. So after the after the father dies, there's a chiv to support the daughters from his nechassim, okay? But while the father's alive, Rabbi Echad essentially holds that that there is no chiv to support both your sons or your daughters, and also there's not even a mitzvah, it's also there's not even a mitzvah, Rabbi says, during your lifetime to support your sons or your daughters. So it says the Gemara Man, Manimas Nisen, who exactly heard our Mishnah, which one of these shitas? Could our Mishnah be going according to? If you're going to tell me it's your mayor. Ha'amar banim, mitzv- Ha-amar banim mitzvah. The mayor said that it's a mitzvah to support your sons our Mishnah was a Medayik, one of the diok we made, the first deal we made, was that there's a chiv to support your sons, not only a mitzvah, again, our Mishnah said, that, la, e, is bita, that he's not chiv to support his daughter. We start off the Gemara by saying that the deal tells us that you are chiv to support your sons, so our Mishnah can't be your because your holds, it's only a mitzvah to support your sons, but not a chiv. Rabbi Huda said that Again, he looked at it the other way, but he also said there's only a mitzvah to support your sons. He said there's a mitzvah to support your daughters and your sons. Your sons in Kabbalah are your daughters. So, Mikal Makam, what do we see? That he holds it's only a mitzvah to support your sons. But the diak we said from our Mishnah says that our Mishnah holds that it's a chiv to support your sons, not only a mitzvah. And the year Mechon if you're going to tell me it's a, a nami Membrake, he holds there's no even mitzvah to support your sons or your daughters. So, there's definitely not a chiv. So, first of all, our Mishnah says there's a chiyuv to support your sons. And says it's not even a mitzvah to support your sons. Also, our that there's a mitzvah to support your daughters and it says that there's not even a mitzvah to support your daughters. So, it can't be going like any of these. It says the Gemara that and then, No, really, I can tell you. I can answer. I'm going to give three answers now, the Gemara says. And I can make it work, really, with any of these shittahs. How am I going to make the Mishnah work with Remeir? Because this is what Remeir was saying. Meaning, this is how Rameir is going to teach the Mishnah. Remeir is going to tell you, no, read the Mishnah like this. Basically, we started the Gemara off with two diuk we said. From the Mishnah. Diuk A was that there's no mitzvah meaning that you you're not hive to support your daughters, but you're hive to support your sons. That's the first deal. The second deal we made was you're not hive to support your daughters, but there's a mitzvah to support your daughters. So basically, the, we're gonna work out these three shetas and stim with them, them with the Mishnah, they're basically gonna argue on these two diukim. We're gonna say you made wrong diukim, and we're just not gonna hold them to the diukim we made. Okay. So how are we gonna make it work with our mayor? Oh, come here. He's gonna tell you this is how you read the Mishnah. A father is not chayv to support his daughter. And so too his son, meaning the dig is wrong that you made, not his son, your chayv, that no, also your son, you're not chayv to support. But there is a mitzvah, for his daughter, you're right about that, deal that he's not chayb to support your daughter, but there is a mitzvah to support your daughter, and kava harme And obviously, it's a kava the like our mayor said before, that you're gonna have to support your sons. If there's a mitzvah to support your daughters, kava harme labaneh, because they learn Torah. Okay. And you're gonna ask me, why did it say bitoy? Why did it say you're not chayb to support your daughters? It sounds like you are chayb to support your sons. Why did it single out your daughters? The The Khinish is that even your daughters Sorry, the filubitoi The is that even your daughters, meaning if it only said mitzvah bibnayat, if it only told you about your sons that there's a mitzvah, so I would have thought that. There's no mitzvah by daughters. Again, because according to our mayor, the sons are more hashev. The sons learn Torah. if you only told me there was a mitzvah by the sons, I wouldn't have known necessarily that there was a mitzvah by the daughters. So the Chiddush is why it only said daughters, that there's no chayv, there's no chayv by daughters, ha mitzvah ika. but there's still a mitzvah. That's why our mayor says the Mishnah singled out bitay. It was singling out Bito to tell me, by the way, there's still a mitzvah to support your daughters. Not to tell you that the sons, there's going to be a chiyov, but there's a mitzvah to support your daughters, just like there's a mitzvah to support your sons. But there's not a chiyov, and there's going to be a mitzvah by both, according to a mayor. So that's how Reb Meir. That's how we're going to make the Mishnah work with Reb Meir. You want to know how we make the Mishnah work with Huda? This is what how Rebbe Meir is going to read the Mishnah. A father is not chayv to support his daughter. V'kol shekain the benai. And call shekain he's not chayv to support his son. Again, according to Huda, his daughter is stronger because of a zilzal. We don't want his daughters to be to be to have to go through a zilzal to make their money. So if we're telling you that he's not chayv to support his daughters, obviously he's not chayv to support his sons. Okay. But be ikay, But there's still a mitzvah to support your sons and once I tell you that there's a mitzvah to support your sons that there's a mitzvah to your daughters because of zilzol okay so why did it only say bitoy the chidosh is that even his daughter where where there's a svarah to say that there's going to be a zilzol if you don't give them money still there's no chiv and it's only going to be a mitzvah how are we going to work it with the again what was the question our mission was that there is a chiv to support your sons, and there's a mitzvah to support your daughters. Rev Yechon Mabreka said, basically, while you're alive, there's no chiv and no mitzvah to support not your sons, not your daughters. So, how are we going to make the Mishnah work? With Rev oh, this is how Mabreka is going to read the Mishnah. You're not chiv to support your daughter, and also you're not chiv to support your son. And you're right, I'll tell you that there's not even a mitzvah to support your sons and your daughters. Okay, so why did it say which is mashma but there is a mitzvah. If is telling me that there's not even a mitzvah. It should have said a different lush, whatever it is, it, 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 it sounds like you're not chaif, but there is a mitzvah. So what's American ben Barkega gonna say? Why did it say eenochayiv if you if you're gonna tell me that there's even not a mitzvah? Because the aidi the banis la'achar av- since banis, ben holds that the daughters after the father dies, it's a chiv. It's a chiv to support them from the father's estate and from the son's Yerusha, it's a chiv to support them. So since after he dies, it's a chiv, while he's alive, we use the same wording and we said a chaiv. But it's not to teach you. But there is a mitzvah. It's just telling you no, there's a chiov after death, but no while he's alive. Not to be midaik that there is a mitzvah. It's just no, it's comparing itself to after he died. After he died, there is a chiov. Before he died, there is no chiov and not even a mitzvah. That's how we're going to work out the Mishnah, even in Rabbi Achna Mebraeke. They brought down that in Usha, the Chachamarim Sakin, even though that we just saw from a few different shtetls that a man is not chayv to support his children. Still, they brought down that in Usha the Chachamim were misakin sheyeh sheyeh he adam zon es bano es g'shem sam that a person has to support his sons and his daughters while they're katanim. says the Gemara in is that halacha like what the Chachamim instituted in Usha that a man is chayv to support his children or not? What's the halacha? Halacha the maysa do do we paskin like the Chachamim were misakin in Usha that a man has to support his children when they're katanim or not? Tashma, I'll bring you a When this type of situation came before that the father did not want to support his children. So Rambudah would say to him, a yaroid, which is a kanin, it's a type of fish. So a yaroid gives birth to kids, and he throws the these kids of his. He throws their needs on the tzibur, meaning he doesn't want to deal with them. And he's such an achzar that he makes the tzibur deal with them instead, meaning he's not going to support his own kids and he throws them on the tzibur. And you're doing the same thing. So what do we see from here? We see basically that Rabbi Huda used this roundabout way to maybe embarrass him, telling him he's such an achzar, really you should be supporting your kids. But he didn't force him. And in the end of the day, listen, we would have forced him. If it's something that midin, we pass in a man is chayv to support his kids, like the chacham were Masakin and Usha, then we would have forced him. So we see from the fact that Rabbi H he used this roundabout way to get him to support his children. We see them in Eker Adin. The Aloha's not like what the Khaham Mermesach and Anusha, and you really don't have a absolute chiyov to support your kids. The Gemara brings another raya from a similar story of when they came before Avchda, the same situation, the father didn't want to support the kids. Amalur, of Chizda would say, Kafu le go go take like a pedestal, turn it over and stand on it. go stand on it in the middle of the Tzibur in a public place, and declare like this Urva a raven supports his own kids, feeds his own kids. And this guy's not even saying he's such an oxar, he's not even being like a raven and supporting his own kids. Ask the Gemara on that. Hold on a second. Uh, Raven, that's the animal you picked out of all animals that supports his kids. We have him first Shapasak, that, that might be the one animal that's such an oxler he doesn't support his kids. The Pasuk says, Hanusin the Lachma, Hashem gives the Lachma, Hashem gives food to Behemas, and to the sons of the Eirev of the Raven that call out to him. Because the Eirev, Chazal said, the, didn't support his kids sometimes. So the Eirev doesn't feed his kids. And that's the Eirev that you're bringing me, the one example that an animal supports his kids. The one example is going to be the Ayriv you brought me, the Raven, which happens to not support its kids? So, says the Gemara, no, because it's not a kasha because one's talking about white ravens, one's talking about black ravens. Rashi says that white ravens, ravens when they're younger, they're more white, and therefore their parents hate them. Um, some bring down because the father sees that they came out a different color than him. He's black, and they come out white. So he thinks they're not even his kids, and he hates them and doesn't feed them. And, but they, when they grow up and they turn black, they realize that it's his kids. Rashi, Stam says that they grow up, they turn black, and then they like them, the parents, so they start supporting them. So either way, it's not Akasha. One's talking about black and white. Tysus explains that. No, it's not about that. It's really that there's just two different types of ravens. One's white, one's black. So when do they not support their kids? When do they not feed their kids the rave that's talking about white? When do they feed their kids. And what did Ravah want them to proclaim? Really, what did he want them to proclaim? That even a raven feeds his kids. And this Aksar is not feeding his kids. Who's the raven that feeds his kids? That's talking about oh, man, That's talking about a black one. Another story. When they came before Rava, similar situation. Man didn't want to support his kids. So Amr Lehi, Ravah said to this man, What? it's good for you that your kids should be supported by Tzedakah, meaning you should be supporting them. You're going to make your kids get their money from Tzedakah. So Amr Emila, Amr i the not saying that Sorry, just skip four lines. So, basically, what do we see from all these stories? We just brought three stories from Amorim that when this situation came up, people didn't want to support their kids. They tried to use these roundabout ways to get them, maybe embarrass them a little bit, to get them to support their kids. But Mikal we see one thing. That Mi'ikra they do not have to. Because if Mi'ikra Adin, they had to support their kids, they wouldn't have used these roundabout ways. Bezant would have been kai for them, and we would have forced them to support their kids. From the fact that they used these different methods to get them to, and these roundabout ways, we see it's not an absolute chiyov, and we don't paskin. To answer the Gemara's question, we don't paskin like the Takanas Usha that a man has to absolutely support his kids. Says the Gemara, when do we say that, when did they use these roundabout ways to get them to support their kids and we didn't force them to support their kids? That's only when we, we weren't really dealing with a man of many means. We weren't dealing with such a rich person. That's when we don't force him. But if the man is rich and he has the resources but he still doesn't want to support his kids, then we force him even against his will. Like Rava forced Rav Rami, who didn't want to give tzedakah, he forced him to give tzedakah, Rav Nassim Barami had the means, and Rava felt that he had a khiv to give tzedakah. so he forced him to pay 400 zuz to tzedakah, So, here too, it would be a very similar thing. Like we force anyone, the same the same ideal like we saw by Rava that we force someone to give tzedakah, if Bezin feels that he's a man of means to give tzedakah, then he is a khiv, and Bezin is going to force him. So, too, a person who has the means and not supporting his kids, we're going to at least force him from this din of forcing someone to give tzedakah. Taisus explains that maybe we don't force him physically, but, but he forced him with words to give tzedakah, because Taisus said tzedakah is not something you can physically force. Other Rishanim argue and say, no, tzedakah is forced. But either way, we see from here that we, the only time we said this din, that we're not going to physically force him, we're just going to try to get him to support his kids with different methods, that, that's only when he don't, doesn't really have the means. But if he does have the means, and he's a rich person, and he Stam doesn't want to support his kids, then already we for sure will force the father. So the Gemara, while it was on the topic of Takhanas Usha, various takanas that the Chachamim put into place in Usha, the Gemara now is going to go through several... Other takhanes that the are were masakin in Usha, and we will mention the first one today. The rest will be tomorrow. Amar b'la, Amar Rish Lakish iskinu In Usha, the chamur masakin that a kaysiv kohen of the banav, someone who writes over all his nechasim over to his children, all over to his sons, so he gives everything he owns to his sons while he's still alive. So in, the, in Usha, they were masakin that if someone does this, him and his wife for the rest of their life, they get supported from the sons. Listen, they gave all their nechasim to the sons. So, th- him and his wife are going to get supported by the sons. Now, there would be room to think not, because they gave them, he gave his kids a matana, and he gave them Oz nachasim who said they have to support their father back. So, that's what they were misogyn that if a father gives over Oz to his sons, the sons now have a chiv to support the father and the father's wife for the rest of their lives. Okay. Asked cash on this, and some say it was Why did I need that Takana Susha? I have a bigger kiddish that we already know. That if once we know that, we would for sure know this Allah that they were masakin Nidusha. And really I wouldn't need the Takana Susha if so. What was this greater kiddish that we already know? umra, even greater. And Amana, we know. Gets supported by the husband's nechasm. The husband's when the father dies, all his nechasm go to his children. His sons, if there's no sons, it goes to his daughters. Okay, and what about the amana that he leaves over, his wife? So the amana gets supported min nechasm. From his nechasm that went by to the children, the wife, the amana, still gets supported from that. They're chayv to support their father's amana from his nechasm. okay. So once we know that, meaning what's the specific case talking about? This specific case is actually talking about where he left over only a daughter. And he left over a daughter who inherited him. When there's no sons, the daughter inherits, and therefore the daughter inherited him. Now what if the daughter that inherited all this money is married? So the halacha is that it goes to her husband, but not 100%. It's considered nechse melog, things that she brought into the marriage, where the husband usually gets the peeress for. So even though normally... The husband, what kind of din does he have? Legabe this, these nachasim that his wife just got, that he has the rights to the paris. So Chazal say that he has the din of a lekeach of a regular buyer that purchased property so we look at him like a lekech and even though normally the din is that an amana is not allowed to collect mizaynas she's not allowed to collect regular support like suba maybe yes but she's not allowed to collect mizaynas from lekuchas from people that bought land for example bought property from her original husband she can't go to those lekuchas to demand support from those lands that her husband sold to them You know, usually a lekech she cannot go and mitabay the lekech for mizaynas Still, this husband of this daughter who inherited all this property over here, even though normally he's considered a lekeach, we're not going to consider him a over here. And he's, and he's still going to have to support the almana from these nechassim that he has the rights to because they're his wife's nechassim so the Kiddush is that although normally we look at him, we look at the husband that enjoys from the nichsim. look, he has the din of over here. He's not gonna have the din of and the almana is still going to get supported. She is gonna be able to collect her mazainus from these nichasim. So the Gemara says the cash is like this. If so, then we know that. Kalvachimer over here, where he wrote over his nichasim to his sons, and he and his wife are still alive, calvachimer that they're gonna have to support their parents or his fa- or their father and his wife who are for sure not considered lacujes once we see Madak, the husband who is considered a lekeach but over here specifically in the Gabi the halacha that he's going to have to support the almana of his wife's father is not considered a lekeach anymore usually he has the din of a lekeach that she's not going to be able to collect but over here to support the almana, he's going to have the din of a lekeach a case where someone gave all his nechasm to his sons where him and his wife are not considered the kuchais they're going to have to be supported over there and the Gemara speaks it out again just read it inside and some say asked on this we already know a bigger chiddush, Amru. The amana of the amana of this man. Still gets supported by the Nechasim that went to the daughter now and are being enjoyed by her husband as Nechasim. Look, she still has the right to be supported by that. So, once you see that even he has to support the Amana and he's considered a calf, then him and his own wife, when they're still alive and they gave their Nechasim to their kids, obviously they get supported. And we even see this, the Shalach Ravin B'ig- B'Igarte Ravin actually sent in his Igeres that he sent from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel with all types of alachas written into it. Usually we see Ki Ravin when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Now that before he actually came to Bavel, he sent an Igeris with all types of alachas from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. And part of that Igeras said, Mishami, someone who died, ve'iniach amana ubas, left over a uh, wife, an amana, ubas and a daughter. So the daughter inherits the property. And if she's married, amanusin is minachasim. So the amana still gets supported from these Nakhasim that the daughter inherited. Nisiz habas, what if the daughter is married? amanusin izayin is minachasim. The Amana still gets supported, even though she has a husband now who's enjoying these paris as nichsameiluk, and even though he's normally considered like over here, like this, he's not going to be considered like as we just explained, and the amana is still going to be supported. Mrs. Sorry, next case. Mesa Habas. What if the daughter died? And now who inherits her? Her husband. So in her, her husband inherited all the rights to these properties. Not only, he didn't have an, only rights as, as a lekech, as nechzei but he had actually rights to these properties. 100%. He owned them legamre. They weren't only nechzei anymore where he enjoyed the Paris. Now he inherits his wife. So he owns the properties. There already, it's machlek. is rabbi Ben. Amr Rabihuda. Ben say, Shall, he was the nephew of Rabbi Yossi Barachanina. So he said, I had a Maison like this, where the daughter inherited all the money, she was married, and then the daughter died, so her husband inherited all the money after her. And the Chachamim said over there, that, that still, even in this case, the Almanah, the original Almana from the father that all these Nechazim came from, she still gets supported from the Nechazim, which now belonged to this daughter's husband, because her his wife died, and he inherited all that property. And still the Almanah is going to be supported from these nechasim. So once we see this, and once we know this, Allah says the Gemara So obviously, in a case where he wrote all his nechassim to his sons, obviously, they're gonna be supported. Him and his wife are gonna to have to be supported from the nechasan that they gave to their children. So why do I need the takana susha? The kasha is why do I need the takana susha to tell me that? Why do I need the chafamen to get up and be misakin and nusha? This whole ganza thing. If it's obvious, if I know a way bigger chedesh of what we just said, then obviously this case is gonna be true that the, that the, him and his wife are gonna are gonna be supported by the nechasan they gave to their children. Why do I need a whole takana susha? And so the gemara tarah. I would think that maybe this is only true over there when she's an alman when she's an and she doesn't have a husband and like at the tarikh, there's no one to work to provide income and to feed her and to support her and that's why we were so strict and we said the that she's going to be supported all the way down to if her daughter inherits and her daughter has a husband and then even if her daughter dies and the husband inherits that she, the Amman is still going to be supported from those Nechasim but over here this man is still alive. Again, he gave all his to his children. He's still alive, though, and his wife is still alive. He's a man, he can make money. So go out, make money. Go out, work, make money for yourself and for your almana. Regular almana is not able to support herself, but this guy's still alive. He's a man, he can make money, so go make money and support you and your wife. Who said, we're going to learn from there, that you're also going to be supported? No, maybe you gave a gift as a clear-cut gift to your children. And... And if you did that, who said you you you? It was your decision to give them as to give it to them as a gift. Who said they're going to have to support you? You still have the power to go and make money yourself. So mechetes, we're going to apply this chiddush and tell you that they're for sure going to have to still support them, and that's why I needed the takanas usha to tell me that even in this case, they're still going to. Have to support their father who gave them all these nachasim and his wife ibaylu. So that's the shaila. So the first takanasusha we saw in this daf, the halacha was not like that Susha. That a person is not chayiv 100% midin to support his kids. It's rather a really messed up thing if he does. And all the chamim tried to use roundabout ways to get them to support their kids. But midin we saw that Allah was not like takanas usha. And a man does not, he's not me'ikra didn't to support his kids. So what about this takanas usha? That if a person writes all his to his sons, the sons have to support him and his wife. From, from those nechassim. So is that like that takanas nusha or not? Iba'ilu hilchos kavaseh, or less hilchos kavaseh. Yitash shemal try to bring a right There were Chanina and Rebbi Yehuda son. Havukaymi, Havukaymi. Rebbi and Rebbi were sitting. Asu, they, they were, they were around, they were with each other. Asu gavro gochin venashgela Rebbi Yehuda son. A man came and he bowed down and kissed Rebbi Yehuda on his feet. So Amar le Rebbi my high. Rebbi Chanina turns to Rebbi says, What's going on over here? Why is this guy showing you such covet? So Amar le kaisev nechassim lebanav. This guy was a man who wrote all his nechassim over to his sons. He gave everything he owned to his sons. And I forced his sons. His sons didn't want to support him. They got all these new nechassim that their father gave them. Thank you very much, but we're not supporting you. And he says, Reb, join son says that I forced his sons to still support him from these Nechasim at least. So says the Gemara like this, I'll bring you a ride that the Allah is not like that, because <speaking in Hebrew> if I'm going to tell, that if you tell me that the Allah is not like the Takan Asushu, that din they're not to support their father, even if he wrote them all the Nechasim, so therefore I understand me shum hachi asinu therefore he had to force them to support the father. It sounds like it's not something the did, but he forced them to go and support him anyways. But if you're going to tell me the aloha is that, and that's the Alokha, that their Chayev, to support their father who gave them then does he have to, support, does he have to force them? Why do you have to force these kids to support their father? If that was the aloha, that's the aloha. They have to support their father. From the fact we see he got them to and he forced them to, it's probably the Fnim, and the is not like that for the second time the halacha is not like the takanas usha this second takana they made in usha that we saw in today's daf that if a man writes over all his nechasim to his sons his sons are, not, are now going to have achiyuv to support their father and his wife from those nechasim the Gemara just brought a raya from the story of Rabbi son that the halacha is not like that